0: On first down, they hand off to Marlon Mack. Huge hole, 50 yard line. He's at the 40, still going near sideline. He's at the 10. He's at the 5, and he will score. Touchdown, Marlon Mack. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. And again, it's picked up. Darius Leonard, Leonard with a second INT, and he's streaking down the near sideline. He's at the 40, he's at the 30, he's at the 20, he's gonna go! A pick six for the Maniac. Horseshoe is back, baby! The horseshoe is back! What is going on, Colts Nation? And welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. Will the Indianapolis Colts head to Soldier Field to face off against the 3-0 and Chicago Bears? Uh, The Colts looking to give the Bears their first loss of the season. Uh, This is the second road trip of the Colts this season. Their first game was not so friendly to them as they fell to the Jacksonville Jaguars in week one. But there's a lot of optimism around this game. Um, You know, the Bears just made a quarterback change. so uh, And especially after the last two weeks, what the Colts have done, how they've won in really dominating fashion. So today I wanted to present to you my five keys to an Indianapolis Colts victory on Sunday in Soldier Field against the 3-0 Chicago Bears against Nick Foles and company. So here we go. My first key has to be containing Allen Robinson. We all know Allen Robinson's a very good football player, very good wide receiver, the Bears' number one receiver. He's probably, outside of Adam Thielen, the best receiver so far that the Colts have seen um, on their schedule. And so similar to how we said a couple weeks ago the Colts are were going to have to contain Adam Thielen, They're going to have to do the same here with Allen Robinson. I mean, the Colts did a really good job of containing Adam Thielen. He had a couple nice drives on that, a couple nice nice catches on the early drives. But overall, it was a very quiet day for Adam Thielen. They did a really good job of taking him out of the game. They're going to have to do something similar with Allen Robinson, especially with now having a quarterback change, a quarterback that can get him the ball a little bit more. The Colts are going to have to be... Really, really cautious and really, really careful and keeping an eye on Allen Robinson and making some of these other Bears receivers beat them, especially without TJ Carey, who's going to be out for this game. And Rocky Sen presumably coming back. They're going to have to probably put Xavier Rhodes on him a lot of times, you know, the bigger corner, more, more physical type of corner on a guy like Allen Robinson. So that's my first key. My second key has to be Stopping this Bears running attack, um, their passing attack so far has been pedestrian to say the least. But their running attack has been actually pretty decent. Uh, last week was probably their worst outing against the Falcons. David Montgomery leads the charge there. Um, he he didn't have he didn't even have 50 yards, um, but his average wasn't too bad. I mean, obviously, the Bears had to make that crazy comeback, so they stopped running the ball pretty early on. So, uh, But, you know, the Bears still have a pretty good running attack. I mean, despite not a great performance last week, they still ranked 11th overall in the league, just right outside of the top 10 there. So you just got to make sure that you're doing that. The Colts have a pretty good run defense, you know, outside of that first quarter. First half, really, of that week one matchup in Jacksonville. This Colts run defense has been stellar. It's been a, a top unit. Right now they sit at number four at stopping the run. You know, the reason why I only have it at two here for a list of importance is just simply because I feel like the Colts already do this pretty well. They just got to make sure that they – uh and they'll continue to do it. They continue to to play and dominate in dominating fashion the way they have. So the Colts are going to have to do that very well. Make sure that he's not beating them. Obviously, losing Tariq Cohen's a big loss to this Bears offense. So the Colts are going to have to keep an eye on Montgomery, like I mentioned. And then Cordero Patterson. Just keep them in check in the running game. My number three thing that the Colts are going to have to do, number three key... Is you're gonna have to expose these Chicago linebackers in pass coverage with your tight ends. Now, if you guys have not yet seen, go be sure to go and check out the game preview that I did with my friend Nick over at Chicago Audible. Uh, Nick talks about this a little bit when I ask him, okay, so how are the Colts gonna attack this Bears defense vertically? And he says, honestly, you know, it's probably one of the strengths of this defense is stopping the passing attack, um, especially at the corners and the safeties, but the linebackers especially are the biggest weakness on this team. So he feels like especially Danny Trevathan, the Bears linebacker. Even he said "Test Roquan Roquan Smith. If I was the Colts, I would do that. Obviously, we know Mo Alley-Cox the last two weeks has looked really, really good. Jack Doyle, they got back last week. He didn't get a target. You got to think his volume is going to go up a little bit this week. And also Trey Burton. I mean, he was practicing pretty much the entire week. I think he missed... Um, he missed Friday's practice, so his status is kind of up in the air. But if you can get those three back, and if you don't have Trey Burton back, uh, maybe get Noah Taggai, uh, a guy that we haven't really seen get a lot of targets so far. Maybe get him a little bit more involved in the passing attack. Um, but one thing is for certain, this Bears linebacking core, they're not great in coverage. And so the Colts are definitely going to need to expose them, especially with the strength of the corners that this Bears defense has. It's going to give you a lot more opportunities now um, to to get make those big plays with your tight end. So that's my number three key. My number four key, you got to run the football. You got to run it a little bit better than you did last week. Um, really, you know, the Colts, Jonathan Taylor and the Colts, their average was up, especially Jonathan Taylor's from this past week. But Their rushing yards weren't up as much as they were the week prior. So the Colts got to get back to that. They got to get back to making sure that Jonathan Taylor is getting fed and that they're getting him a lot of touches, getting Jordan Wilkins more involved in the running attack, which they've been doing the last couple weeks. Uh, the Colts really are going to have to make sure they can run the football. I mean, this Bears defense, it, you know, if, if we talked about in the passing game, their weaknesses, you know, covering the tight ends. Well, just overall, if there's a weakness in this Bears defense, it's against the run. The Bears could not really stop anybody so far in terms of running the football. So the Bears right now sit at 17th in the league against the run and so the Colts I I think this is honestly a great time for Jonathan Taylor to break out and really have a 150 plus yard game. I think he really can do it um, on this Bears defense, it really struggles without Eddie Goldman in the middle. Uh, so I think this that the Colts really need to do that, and they really need to run the football well, and I think they, they have a good chance to do so. I and mean, Jonathan Taylor, especially as the lead back, has a chance to go over a buck 50. I think he has a really good chance to do that this week. So the Colts need to do that, Get you know stay with their identity on offense, continue to run the football. And then my number five has to be finishing – just finishing in general, and I'll kind of break that down what that means. So, first off, finishing on sacks. The Colts got a lot of pressure last week on Sam Darnold, but we saw on that touchdown pass, the only score that the Jets had, the Colts basically had Sam Darnold wrapped up multiple times. And you know, Sam Darnold, credit to him, he he had an incredible play on that. But there was a couple different instances where the Colts got pressure initially on Sam Darnold, but they could not bring him down. Now, I know that Nick Foles probably isn't as nimble in the pocket necessarily as a Sam Darnold, but you got to make sure when you get pressure on him, you're getting him down. You're not giving him opportunities to escape and make a crazy play, um, So you got to make sure you're finishing in that way. Um, you also got to make sure you're just stepping on their throat early. The Colts have done a really good job the past couple weeks. Um, I mean, you think about it, that Minnesota Vikings game. The Vikings drive down that first drive or first or second drive in the first quarter. They go down and they kick a field goal. You're like, okay, maybe this will be kind of a shootout. And then really from there until kind of garbage time, the Colts did not even let them get really – really sniff the end zone or sniff the red zone. So, and especially in that Jets game, I know the Jets moved the ball a little bit better, but the Colts finished when they needed to finish and the Jets, after that initial touchdown, they didn't score a point. So the Colts need to do the same here with the Bears. They're still figuring it out with Nick Foles what that looks like as he steps into this quarterback position as a starter. So the Colts really need to take advantage of that. Nick Foles, last year when the Colts played him, the first game before Gardner Minshew came in and Minshew mania was a big thing. The Colts did a pretty good job of kind of slowing him down. They, they beat the Jaguars pretty thoroughly thoroughly and pretty soundly. So the Colts need to do the same here with the Bears. I mean, the Bears really have struggled. I mean, they've been down against teams that honestly aren't that impressive. You think Detroit, you think New York, you think even last week Atlanta, who's a notorious notoriously choke artist. Um, and the Colts really have an opportunity here to step on the Bears' throat. If they can consistently be getting pressure, if they can get turnovers – um, that'll be huge. Last week between Mitchell Trubisky and Nick Foles, they threw two interceptions. The Colts have had back-to-back games of three interceptions. Um, they've also had back-to-back games of, of forcing a safety. So if the Colts can get pressure finish, it can, they, and that'll also make Nick Foles flustered and make him throw some Aaron passes, getting turnovers, and really not giving the Chicago Bears any sort of hope in the fourth quarter. I mean, they're going to be down and demoralized so much. Similar to what Derek said last week against the Jets, just demoralize them, right? Finish and demoralize them. So when the fourth quarter comes around, you're putting in Jacoby Brissett or Jacob Eason again, and there's no hope of the Chicago Bears coming back. I really think that's what the Colts have to do. Um, they cannot give the Bears any shred of hope because we've seen – You know, the Bears have maybe sucked for three quarters and they come back in the fourth quarter and they're just incredible out of nowhere. So the Colts cannot allow them any glimpse of hope. They just need to shut down everything. They need to basically do what all the other teams have not been able to do, and that's be able to contain the Bears in the fourth quarter. If the Colts can do that by getting pressure consistently, taking down Nick Foles or maybe Mitchell Trubisky, depending on how this game goes, I think the Colts have a great chance of winning this game. So those are my five keys to victory for this game. Let me know in the comments what you guys think. Would you add another key that maybe I missed? I know there's some other keys that I probably missed. I tried to incorporate everything that I could think of. But overall, I think the Colts can do a couple of these really, really well. They have a great chance of beating the Chicago Bears on Sunday and moving to 3-1. and one. So that'll do it for this episode, guys. Thank you so much. And as always, go Colts.